Welcome to Ask the Guru, the podcast where we answer those big questions like, who am I? Why am I here? What's it all for? Thank you so much for joining me on this quest for the answer. Hello again. Oh man, have I missed you. Oh, it feels so good to be home and to be able to sit down and just have these moments with you again. Um, you probably have no idea I've been gone, <laughs> but I have been traveling for the past few weeks. Uh, I've been in Thailand in some pretty magnificent places, and I have all the while been missing these moments of sharing with you. I I wish you could have been there with me, seeing some of the beautiful sights that I've seen and some of the incredible people that I met. And uh, just, you know, life is just a journey. And um, I really do encourage you to get out there and live it. Oh, man. When I sat down here today to speak with you, I really had no idea what I was going to say. And I thought, let me just let me just talk because I've really missed talking to you. And so now I think I know. I think I know what it is because one of the things I looked forward to so much about traveling was just breaking the monotony. It's it's so easy to get stuck in the repetition of life and whether or not you're somebody who's really, really good at being conscious, you know, uh, somebody who practices maybe yoga, meditation and recognizes what it is to truly be in the moment versus checked out, you know, physical body there, mind somewhere else where most of us are 99% of the time. Uh, we we place our physical body in a chair and then we drift away. Or once we've done things enough times, we've created routines in our life, our body sort of takes over in an automatic way. It's like the subconscious mind takes over and um, is driving your car, <laughs> is walking through the store, is doing the same mundane details. It's just like you wake up and it's almost like you're sleepwalking because the subconscious mind is driving your vessel. And the autonomic nervous system is regulating the body. So you don't even have to be there consciously reminding your body to have a heartbeat, to breathe. You know, everything is happening on this unconscious level. And you can just wake up and be on autopilot literally all day, especially if you're in a routine. So this is why we tend to like routines because we can kind of check out and we are really used to being in that space. And this is exactly why I hate routines. And when I see myself getting stuck in any sort of routine behavior, anything that feels habitual, where I'm doing the same thing today that I did yesterday and the day before and the day before, and I'm doing it without really even asking myself why. Is it something I really need to do or is it something I'm doing out of habit? And this is one of the things that I try and notice. Uh, I'll realize that, oh man, I'm in this stuck in this rut of habit or 
doing what is comfortable. And when I get into those ruts, I feel like time flies, like everything moves faster. All of a sudden, it's, it's Wednesday again, but it was just Wednesday a second ago. And how is it possible that that I went through Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, you know, and all these days have passed. And I don't remember them. I don't even remember yesterday, because I wasn't there. I was checked out. I was unconscious. And when I shake things up, travel is a really good way to do that because you're doing all the things that are somewhat unexpected. You have to think about where you're going. You have to plan. You have to, um, you're arriving at new places. You're being stimulated by new things, new textures, new foods, new environments, new smells. And all of these things stimulate you to be present just a little bit more, which also when we're more, when we're present, now the brain is absorbing new information. So we're actually growing and expanding, which is incredibly important. We need to keep growing and expanding. Otherwise we are kind of if we feel stuck and we get into that unconscious place where we're just moving through the day and doing it the same as yesterday in that habitual way, we aren't growing, we aren't gaining more information. Um, In that state, we are actually contracting. We're actually doing the opposite because everything around us is constantly growing. And if we're not growing with it, if we're not expanding, then we are doing the opposite, contracting. And that can feel kind of restricting. <laughs> it can feel awful. And and we notice that the longer you stay stagnant and stuck, the more you start to feel that feeling of resistance or, or that buildup of, of heaviness within you. Uh, and a couple steps, forward movement into something new can start to build momentum. And at first, it'll feel heavy. At first, everything new feels difficult because it's new. We don't know what to expect. So we have to be really conscious. We have to be present. We have to be fully there. And this is something we're not 100% used to. Um, Think about the times where you've been driving your car and you are completely unconscious, you know, those times where you got somewhere and you you had no idea how, (laughs) or you were driving and you were driving in the same direction that you drive every day. And so you unconsciously just went that way. You started to drive to work because you were on the path to work, even though you were going to a different destination. And in those moments, Say all of a sudden something happens, a a car, you know, cuts you off and you have to react. Those are the moments where you're called fully present because that reaction brings you into the moment. Now you have to make a conscious decision. You have to be fully integrated in that moment. The subconscious mind uh, sort of is not necessarily capable of reacting, of, of creating decisions in the moment. The subconscious mind will just keep you on the path of, of moving from one step to the next in the way that it knows best. So it, it's like autopilot on a car. Um, Tesla is developing these cars that, that drive and um, they drive themselves. And these cars are brilliant because they are able to just like the subconscious mind, know what to expect. You know, think about the path. It's the same path it took yesterday. It it can map it out. It can start to predict what is going to happen. 
And this is what we do. The subconscious mind, when it's taken over, is capable of doing all the things that are you. It, it knows how to play the role of you really, really well. It can show up. But what it can't do is be you. It can just play the role. You, however, when you're fully integrated, when you check into the body, when something new is happening, when you've been stimulated into the moment, you have to make a decision when you're conscious, when you're present, when you're there, when you're feeling, when you're somehow recognizing. And one of the tricks I use, I'll ask you to maybe pause this, this podcast and try this right now, is to just close your eyes. Or maybe focus on one thing, so you're just sort of isolating or stilling the mind a little bit. And think the thought, I am here now. And then notice something about now. So you'll just say, I am here now. And then you'll notice, and I'm noticing that sound. And then just tune into it. I am here now and I am noticing the way that my chair feels or the way my feet feel on the ground. I am here now and I am looking through my eyes and this is what I am seeing. And just notice. And notice how it feels different in that moment when you call yourself present, when you say I am here now and then you're there. And it's in that state that you become the creator of your world because it's in that state that you can actually change, redirect. You, you are no longer in autopilot, just recreating the same thing as before, but it's in that moment when you're fully present that you have the opportunity to actually look at what you've created or look at your circumstances to say, I'm here now and notice, notice where you are, notice what it is that you're experiencing and decide in that moment, is this what you wish to be experiencing? And if you want something different, Say, I want to be feeling this. I want to be touching this. I want to be smelling this. I want to be in this environment. I want it to feel like this. I want to be experiencing these emotions. Um, it's in, you can only do that when you're fully present, not when you're stuck in the autopilot mode. Those feelings don't happen. In autopilot, you're going to feel the same feelings that you felt the day before. <laughs> it's almost like there's a recording that is, you wake up and you just press play to, and then all day the same thoughts play. And those thoughts stimulate emotional reactions. And those emotional reactions then dictate the way that you're going to experience that moment, um, and so on and so forth. And this goes on. And, and your body knows how to create certain stimuli within like for example uh, your body may get used to feeling of anxiety um, pretend that this is something that you have been going through for a little while where you've had experiences of anxiety panic attacks and the panic is uh, brings about a release of adrenaline that pumps through your system and so this has an actual physical reaction to it. But it starts with a thought. It's a thought, am I 
am I not safe? Um, it's, it's one thought that will trigger the body to react in that way. And then the body will release the adrenaline and then the adrenaline will trigger more of those feelings that will trigger more of those thoughts and then it becomes this spiral. And then the next day, your body will look for that adrenaline release again. See, it, it's almost like there's a program within the physical body as well. So it knows, oh, I want to feel this way. Maybe it's always feeling good. Maybe that's the program. <laughs> but maybe the program is, oh, you wake up and you right away feel anxiety. And the body will then look for that way of releasing the adrenaline. So it gets you to do that by triggering the mind to trigger it. So the mind has to instruct it to release the adrenaline. And it does that through these maybe thoughts that are fearful. And then body responds. Mind is always in control. The mind is always in control unless you are controlling your mind. So the only way for you to take control of your mind and to use your mind to direct your body is to be present, to be fully conscious. When you are conscious, you are now directing your mind. You are telling your mind what to think. You are telling your mind what to experience. You're fully present in the moment. You're not letting the mind drift into the old program or step into thoughts of a fearful fear, whatever the mind tends to do when it's in its own, when it's left to its own device. So being fully conscious, being fully present and integrated is the only way to take back control of your mind. And when you have control of your mind, you get to decide what thoughts to have. No thoughts of anxiety would come into that moment because if you're in control of your mind, if you're fully present, you're not going to allow a fearful thought. You're going to notice, you're going to say, I'm here now and I'm noticing all the beautiful things. You can decide what you're going to notice. You can decide what you're going to experience. So the mastery of this becoming present oftentimes starts with creating a shift in our environment. We have to kind of uproot ourselves from our regular, repetitive, habitual behavior. It's really difficult to stay conscious when you're waking up to the exact same thing as yesterday and the exact same thing. It's like instantly the mind will go, want to go off into its old programming. It, it'll just do that. Once it sees those things that it remembers, it, it just latches onto it and you drift away and then the mind wanders and now you're there unconscious. It's like sleepwalking almost through your life and it'll feel real, which is what's interesting. So how do we uproot ourselves? I mean, there's so many things that you can do to start to shake things up, to break up your patterns. Uh, one of the things that I do is I, ch I change habits in eating, which seems silly, but um, we balance our day so much around these habits of the way that we eat. It's like, wake up, make your coffee. And even the process of making the coffee, I will notice if I'm doing this on a habitual basis, I will notice those same thoughts coming in. It'll be thoughts of the day before. And it's usually those thoughts that were uncomfortable about the day before. Something that had happened that was, was not 
wonderful. And so I'll notice those thoughts coming in. And of course, I'm completely unconscious to it. It's just the recording. So if I change that, if I decide tomorrow, um, I when I wake up, I'm going to not have the coffee. I'm going to maybe fast in the morning or I'm going to make a juice or do something different in some way and wake up and go through a different pattern. Maybe I get out of the other side of the bed. You know, you've heard that before. Oh, you woke up on the wrong side of the bed. Well, try it. See what happens if you get out on the other side of the bed. Drive to work a different way. So you're not just checking out and going through the same pattern, but you're shaking things up. You're going to go a little bit longer route. There's, there's so many ways to break up those patterns. Even going through, and I, I noticed this with my dog. I have a puppy. And he is so observant. Uh, you know, he's super little. He's a Yorkshire Terrier. So he's very small. He's like six pounds now, um, fully grown. And so when I first got him, he was uh, not even two pounds, just very little. And he, you know, he's scared of everything. Everything is big and everything is new to him. And so if I just move one thing in my house into a, a way that makes it look very different. Uh, for example, I had a pillow that is like a bolster, like a yoga pillow. And I had taken it from behind the couch and set it out. And it was kind of s- sitting up high on this, um, on my drum, actually leaning against the wall. And my puppy uh, had walked into the room and hadn't seen that before. I just moved it. And he starts barking at it and he's scared of it. And, you know, this is he, to him, he right away spots the change. And that's what he zeroes into. And he's fully present for that, right? This is, he, he's noticing. And this is what's happening with you too. Even if you're unaware of it, even on the subconscious level, if you change things in your house, if you just move things around a little bit, this in itself can start to create those little breaks in the chain of thought or habit and can cause you to maybe think slightly differently. Going around and touching every corner, cleaning out closets, doing things like that, maybe painting a wall, uh, moving a painting, really thinking about how do I change the the patterns a little bit so I have to be a little more present and conscious. This, again, an easy route is travel, go somewhere new, um, visit somebody you haven't in a while, go to a place that you've never been, um, learning something new. All of these things will help stimulate this presence. You have to be there. I realize that not everybody can afford, you know, to travel or to do those sort of things. But I mean, there's there's camping, there's hiking, there's, um, you know, wanting to go somewhere where you have to navigate maybe a terrain and be present. This is why people love things like rock climbing, jumping out of planes. Uh, these things stimulate some sort of presence. They activate you into that moment of being fully present and it feels amazing, amazing to be fully integrated, to be in your body, 
fully there, like eyes open, noticing, instead of checked out in the mind, going somewhere else, and having the body reacting to whatever the mind is dictating. This is how 90% of us live, 99% of the time. We're checked out. We're somewhere else. And the body is just reacting to this old program that's being played over and over again. But if we were to access the present moment, if we were coming to the present moment, we discover we are whole. We are complete. Everything we need is in this moment. This moment holds everything you could ever desire. And if there's something that when you're in this moment, if you're fully integrated, that is born from that moment, a thought, a desire, a whim, a want, then from that place of full connection, from that place of you being there, you can will it into creation. You can expand yourself into something new instead of just living tomorrow the same as today. And going through the motions, the mundane cycles of over and over again, it's that getting stuck in the cycle, you can break the chain and create something new. But to do that, you're going to have to get a little bit uncomfortable. You have to be integrated in your body, fully present in the moment, which means you're going to have to experience everything that you're feeling in that moment. Essentially, I guess what I'm trying to say is I love to travel and I gain something every time I I come back and once I've left my circumstances my routine and done something new experienced something new when I come back it's like I look at my home I look at my car with fresh eyes it's almost like I look at it and, and it doesn't even feel like me anymore. It's, it's so interesting how much you can change just by allowing yourself to be uprooted, shifted, to consciously make the decision to experience something new. And then you come back and you have fresh eyes to look at the old. And from that place, you may discover that it no longer fits you. And then you have to be willing in that space to go, okay, well, what does? And, and so I do realize that what I'm telling you to do is to be open to change. Then we know that cha- with change is uncertainty. We're always sort of walking that edge of the uncomfortable. And when we walk the edge of the uncomfortable, we step into the new, which is always uncertain, right? It's not something we've experienced before. So how can we know what it's going to be like or even how to get there or or anything? But that's the beauty of it. It's in that place that we expand, we grow, our minds, our consciousness grows. And so then once you're in the new level and you're experiencing something new and you check into autopilot, well, at, at least you're on a new level. At least now you're playing on a new playground. And then if you notice when that becomes habitual, when you're feeling somewhat stuck or repetitive, you do it all again. And you keep growing and you keep moving and you keep calling yourself present and conscious. And this is the magic of life. Life was meant to be played and enjoyed. It wasn't meant to be stuck on this hamster wheel of of working and going through the motions and going to bed and waking up and doing it again. And all all we do is just eat, sleep and, and do it all again, right? Go to work. Uh, 
what if life was meant to be played and enjoyed and let go of some of the boundaries and limitations of the mind and maybe fly a little bit, be fearless a little bit, enjoy? What, what if? And how will you know unless you call yourself present? You really look at where you are. You notice if you've been living in that mundane cycle, that, that habitual repetitiveness, if you've just gotten stuck, and if it's time for you to just shake things up a little bit to grow, if you're being called into expansion, if that's you, how can you do that today? I mean, how do you just find those, that little bit of change in your routine today? I mean, another good thing I do often with my coaching clients is I sit them down and say, look at your day from break it down, like take out a piece of paper and break down your day uh, from morning when you wake up until you go to bed and say, what are some of the major chunks of time that you, know, you wake up and you always do this and then you go here and then you go here and look at the way that your day typically unfolds and notice how little variation there truly is in your day. It, it's almost like you really are locked in, in a cage. You know, um, we see those people that are in jail and, and uh, they're released with an ankle bracelet, not allowed to leave. And they don't really need that ankle bracelet because how many of us really go that far anyways? Right? We, we've built our own cages, our homes, our cars, our mortgages, our, you know, are all keep us sort of stuck, rooted into this, this cycle. And I'm going to encourage you to look at taking that ankle bracelet off, at least in your mind, and release yourself from some of the things that are holding you down, these chains that are holding you in place. And what happens if you just shake things up a little bit? If you were to look at your routine and move it around, change it, alter it, do something different, the longer that you've been stuck in the same routine, you'll notice the deeper you are rooted into that routine, the scarier it feels to do what I'm asking. The scarier it feels and also the more difficult because your brain has gotten stuck in almost like this dullness, this, this boredom, this uh, it can't think of anything else to do because it's gotten so small, so limited. And of course, I'm not saying that you're not brilliant and amazing and expansive, but many of us, I mean, even the most brilliant people, in fact, probably the most brilliant people, they tend to live the smallest lives because they are so stuck in their minds. And um, what if we could utilize our beautiful minds towards imagination, towards being fully present, towards creation, towards expansion? And this is what I'm asking you to do. I want to see your beautiful minds living to their fullest instead of utilizing these beautiful minds to stay stuck and, and create stories of trauma or fear or anxiety. And uh, the mind, it... it, it needs to do something. And so it'll start to, if left idle and still, it'll start to create stories that stay interesting. And these stories may end up keeping you more and more stuck if you're feeding the story of fear. 
You could also use that beautiful mind in the opposite direction. Oh, please. Oh, I wish you would because I know, I know that if you did, you could create some pretty amazing things. I know this about you. And so what you need to start doing is expanding your mind, releasing yourself from the habits. Notice if you're every night watching TV at a certain time. Can you, why can't you turn it off? Ask yourself that. Because I know you can't, right? But, But you're not doing it. So why? What is it that keeps you stuck there? And is it because you don't know what else to do? Well, that, again, is what I'm talking about. Here you are with this brilliant mind, this amazing person that has all of this incredible amazingness to give to the world, and you're hiding away and doling the mind. So, I say it's time. Break free of those chains. Let's turn off the TV. Let's let go of some of the patterns. Change some items in your house. Move the couch around. Do something different today. Maybe make a plan to go somewhere completely new. Not like a new restaurant. I mean, you know, then, then that's still the same. It's, you know, maybe it's a slightly different environment. Maybe it's a little more stimuli. But pretty much once you get there, you're going to check out. So do something that's different. And please always remember that no matter what, you are loved. Not only are you loved, but you know you, you deserve to be loved. I hope that today you, you take the time to really look at yourself in the mirror. It's another really powerful tool for presence, for being fully conscious, to just stop and look at yourself. Not look at yourself with the, the unconscious eyes that look for what's wrong and, and fix, you know, like brush over the hair or do whatever. But I want you to really look deep into your eyes. Take that time to do that today, to just look at you, to say, I see you. I see you. And maybe say your name. Look at you and say your name. I see you, followed by your name. And I I love you. I love you. Yeah, you're, you need to hear those words. And you don't need to hear them from me, although I'll tell you all day how much I love you. But you need to hear them from you. You need to know that you love you. Look at yourself in the mirror and say, I love you. You deserve to be loved. You deserve happiness. Look at yourself in the mirror and give yourself credit for every struggle that you've been through, for all the ways that you've grown. Look at yourself for who you are today and everything that you've overcome. Give yourself a big pat on the back and then say, I am here now I am in this body, this beautiful body. You know, look at yourself in the mirror with the words, I love you and you are perfect. And I accept this beautiful body as a vehicle that I will utilize to enjoy this life with. 
And I'm going to play and have fun and break the chains and release myself from the habitual nature of my mind and my day. And, my, and I'm going to free myself and my mind and I'm going to live, really live. I hope that this podcast has somehow elevated you today. And if it has, I encourage you to please share it with a friend, anybody who might uh, benefit from hearing these words. And I hope you make it an amazing day. Thank you so much for listening.